Twist of Psych question on the most recent episode of The Chaser because it's season two and I am fucking stuff up. All right, I actually changed the entire layout of the, the month's trajectory. I put The Chaser before Twist of Psych because I started realizing, well, shit, there are probably some psychological questions that need to be answered there. And I know no one else who could do it better than Dr. Sherry Valencic. So Sherry, I was hoping you could tell us a little more about something that came to mind when I was covering The Chaser on the Jersey Devil. And uh, really this question has nothing to do with Joseph Bonaparte, uh, the other subject of that, which is mass hysteria. Because the Jersey Devil certainly caused quite a stir on more than one occasion. I mean, hell, listeners have been reaching out to me, not like thousands, but people have been like messaging me back saying, no, the Jersey Devil is still, you don't go in the woods in the Pine Barrens area at night because you know that you're going to run into the Jersey Devil. Uh, So people have been telling me how this legend of that fucked up kangaroo bat is still alive and well today. And, you know, listeners, I ask you to follow the link in my show notes to my Patreon page to get access to my uh, quick chat with Dr. Sherry Valencic on the psychology behind mass hysteria. So Sherry, the Jersey Devil, uh, the scourge of South Jersey, uh, more appalling to the area's inhabitants than Snooky herself. The legend has quite a, caused quite a stir over the past two centuries. I mean, two centuries since before Lafayette, this thing has been haunting the Pine Barrens area of New Jersey. Uh, So where does mass hysteria? Uh, And I did a quick glance and I know there's a lot of places it fits in the psychological realm um, fit. And I'm guessing because I've learned my lesson over the past year or half a year is that it, mass hysteria is probably not even like a real psychological term or something. It's probably something else entirely. Uh, but if it's not, we all know mass hysteria. So what do, you, what do you have to say about that, Sherry? Well, the term hysteria actually is a Sigmund Freud term. Um, but, um, you know, mass hysteria, you're looking at group behavior, which is actually a sociological concept, not a psychological concept. But honestly, just, just in the little bit I know about, what, what is the generic term for all of those weird creatures like the chupacabra and Jersey devil. There's a, there's a big term. Like folklore, legends, uh, monsters. Uh, There's a a generic term. There's a certain kind of monster. I don't know what the term is. But um, actually, you know what, when when I think about it, I I think it goes back to a very simple concept. And that is simply the concept of a group norm. If you are living in a certain area of the country, um, what you do in that area to be afraid of the Jersey Devil and to believe that it exists somewhere, um, and you follow the group norm. I mean, that's a pretty basic social psychology 101 term. But, you know, I think when we look at other events that were highly charged emotional events, um, it became fashion to mm-hmm. do that. Um, you know, now we're living in a time where it is very worthy to be a passionate advocate of issues. Um, it's the norm. And so people feel very comfortable, um, you know, becoming part of that. And so I think when we look at even um, scenarios that may or may not have credibility to them, if there is a worry about it, a fright about it, a phobia about it. A rumor about it. It doesn't even, everybody thought they saw it. It's just the rumor, real or imaginary, can create like these threats in a collection of people. I mean, first thought that came to mind for me was Salem Witch Trials, which I've covered on the third, uh, Friday the 13th episode. But all I can think of is the, oh, I got to chill. Oh, I got to chill. You know, Um, is that kind of what we're seeing here? Because the psychological term I saw or the thing that sounded 
most psychological, there was something called mass psychogenic illness, which didn't really fit for this because nobody's getting sick, but that's like where everybody gets like fake sick when they see one person getting sick, which isn't what's happening right now. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say that, but something like collective uh, behaviors, obsessional behaviors, group behaviors, things like that. It sounds like what you're talking yeah, about. That goes back to, I mean, that goes back to basic social psychology. It's a norm. If it is a norm in Salem witch trials or 1600s, right? That sounds right. I hate the Salem Witch Trials, but that really sounds... So if it's the norm in Puritan-driven New England in the 1600s to be susceptible of witches and who are natural healers and call them witches, then that becomes the norm. And so norms drive behavior constantly. Hmm. I mean, uh, it, they drive norms drive fashion. I mean, we are teaching a generation of kids who are wearing pants that aren't even pants because they have more holes than they have pants. But that is the norm. Um, yes, you know, or like just the norms in education itself, which the, you know, the garbage crackpot theories that sweep through every few years that aren't really that different than the one before. Yes, I mean, norms, I mean, you think about how our lives have changed since March. Um, you know, who would have thought that, you know, having groceries delivered to your home or, um, you know, ordering takeout instead of going to restaurants or wearing a mask, but those are now- Why are you speaking like that's the norm in Florida? In Florida, COVID doesn't exist. Are you kidding me? We go to bars, we go out on the weekends, we, we just wear masks and pray. But we do wear masks yeah. and- but, but, you know, our best- <laughs> Even if you think about bar behavior, you know, you used to just crowd in people jammed on top of each other and now you've got two seats and an empty seat or seats taken away. You know, people stand far apart from each other. I mean, do we need dots on the floor at Target anymore to stand six feet away from each other? It's no, I think we just do it. Yeah, you're right. Wow. And so I think, I think if you live in an area, I mean, it's just like if we lived in the Pacific Northwest, we would be all about Sasquatch. If we lived in Okeechobee, we'd be all about Skunk Ape. And that's just- I'm sorry, What? The skunk ape? What the Don't you know about the skunk ape? I'm sorry. Do I need to not talk about this? What is the what the fuck is the skunk ape? I am so glad we're going down this rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, the skunk ape is Florida's equivalent to Bigfoot. Okay. And legend has it is that down in the Everglades there is this gigantic hairy creature called the skunk ape. With a stank uh, ass. Is that what you're telling me? He's just a big, hairy, swampy-looking creature. There is even a skunk ape museum. Perhaps oh, you need right. to there. It's right off, uh, right off 75, uh, down south of Naples. And I, in fact, <laughs> I can show you. When you search skunk ape, skunk ape stain comes up. What the? <laughs> okay. I've never heard of the skunk ape. I am a native Pittsburgher. We have yinzers and all kind of fucked up weirdos. But the skunk ape, oh, it's like a monkey. No, it's bigger than a monkey. It's, it's like a it's big like monkey. A I see it running through the glades. There's a whole, it's a delightful little museum. I have a, uh, uh, we installed over uh, the weekend uh, um, a wall for magnets because I have thousands of magnets and I, I have the skunk ape magnet right in front of me. So huh. <laughs> now you know. Okay. There yeah. you go. It's similar to a gibbon. Um, the skunk ape has been part, quote Wikipedia, the skunk ape has been part of Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. Oh, well, now it makes more sense. Uh, folklore since 
the, the colonial period. Well, shit, I am going to be looking into that more for another day. I can't believe I've never heard of the skunk cape, and I've lived here for almost six years. Um, so the Jersey Devil, I mean, wait, what was that? You never thought I was such a wealth of information living next door to you at work all these oh, years. Oh, of course I did. I just didn't know that skunk ape stain was going to be something we were going to be talking about on the podcast tonight. Um, I, well, I, I have been a, I have been a so what am I going on, 40 years this year? 40 I mean, years Floridian, huh? Yes. So uh, I won't say that the skunk ape is in my blood, but I know about it. No, I'm trying to think of like Pittsburgh legends. You know what? We did have one. It's much less weird and much more realistic. But the legend was always that the the Allegheny River, which we because when you where it funnels through our hometown area, East Brady, it's called the Brady River because you know we can't just call it what it is. Uh, there was always this legend that the Allegheny was home to an alligator, which really couldn't live and had no reason to be there, but it got there because somebody put it in a sewer or something. I don't know. But there was always this rumor that there was an alligator living in the uh, in the Allegheny River. But now I got to know if we have a legend. So, oh, man, feeling like a legends bullshit session might be happening for the next social drinking hour that we do, uh, because I got to know more about the skunk ape stain. Uh, but I don't know. I And... Uh, the, the Jersey Devil was fun for me. Uh, he was weird. He's kooky looking. He's described as a kangaroo. Some genius described him as a fucked up kangaroo bat. I don't know who that guy was, but it was me. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's fun. Well, I switched drinks uh, for the, <laughs> well, I drank all my other drink, uh, for this little bonus uh, Patreon page episode. Uh, I switched to my favorite tequila, which was Milagro tequila. I drank it before the show. Thanks. I'm not we prepared. Didn't have to drink I, your drinks. I just, I didn't want to drink on my Grand Yay. And well, tequila is most associated with Mexico, Spanish Mexico, things like that. And with our Bonaparte traveling from France to Italy to Spain uh, to the Americas, uh, you know, you know, why, why the hell not? I even talked about Napoleon the Third a lot lately. So Mexico, Mexican empires gave me a reason to drink tequila. Uh, I don't put that in the song or the jingle, but any reason to drink tequila these days. And it's your fault. I didn't even like tequila until you got me on Sousa tequila. And then I bought this stuff and it's like, so good. I love it. I love tequila. All right. Well, that's the end of this Patreon uh, exclusive. Thank you for signing up and listening to Dr. Sherry Valencia. Can I BS about something else for what was supposed to be like two or three minutes, but the skunk ape may have, may have pushed it over the, the six or seven minute mark. We shall see when I go to edit it. Hmm? Wait. I, I've phoned my lifeline. Um, so the generic term for those creatures like the Jersey Devil are cryptids. Cryptids? Cryptids, yes. So skunk apes, Bigfoots, Sasquatches, and Jersey Devils are cryptids. They are. So a very, uh, very big thank you to your favorite French Canadian who knows all sorts of trivia oh. information like that for providing that answer uh, via text, even though he is but two rooms away. Yeah. My favorite French Canadian... Sherry's husband, cheers to you. Uh, so, th- I'm sorry, the husband of Dr. Sherry Valencic. And I just took a drink. Uh, all right, that is the best drinking game ever for this show. Cheers. Cheers.